Because I had a bigger and wider vision, giving up wasn't an option, so I just kept moving forward. And trying to build that better mousetrap can wear on your psyche, your soul, and your whole entire being. But I knew that there was still so much that needed to happen. So with that in mind, I started to paint the picture of what I wanted in my life and what I wanted it to look like. And not just from a financial perspective. I spent a lot of time on my pillars, which is lesson four of the What's Next Roadmap. And I made a long list of what I wanted for each of those six categories of my life. And I started breaking them down into bite-sized actions and made sure that I focused on all six. Small bites, small actions, each day, each week, and each month. And you know what? This may sound super corny and a bit airy-fairy, but because I got super, super clear, I've attracted all of it into my life today. Welcome to The Power of the Pivot, a podcast giving you daily marketing tips and strategies from both myself and scrappy entrepreneurs who have all learned by doing. I'm Susan Salzman, your host, and the truth is building the life and business you want, desire, and deserve in your 50s doesn't have to suck. In these episodes, I will teach you the tips and tricks to managing and maintaining a life and a career you not only adore, but you're proud of. Nothing is off limits here. We talk about loss of identity and how that mentally and physically impacts us, how to relaunch after heartache and menopause, hardship, money, and what it takes to reinvent, reframe, and reimagine a life that once was. I always say the goal is in the vision, the system is in the roadmap. And without your systems in place, it's easy to get stuck, overwhelmed, and paralyzed. And because I don't want that for you, both myself and my guests are sharing personal stories, past failures, and present wisdom in order to amplify the conversation, inspire action, and move the needle. So get ready to dive in. I'm glad you're here. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Power of the Pivot podcast. Today's short episode is intended to give you actionable tips and intel in 15 minutes or less so that you can grab a takeaway and then apply it in both your life and business. Let me start off with a question. How many times have you been told that you're overqualified? Or someone shared a random thoughtful thought like, I would love to hire you, but I want someone who's done this kind of work before. Or an assumption, I wouldn't feel comfortable asking you to Xerox or go pick up lunch. I have heard this over and over and over again for years, and it's no wonder that women our age oftentimes feel invisible or valueless or even hopeless. Well, I'm here to tell you that A, you're not invisible, and B, ignore that, keep going, and don't give up. Because your day will come, and that right opportunity is just steps away. I promise. And I'm telling you this because I'm living proof that no matter how many doors close in your face or the invites to sit around someone's table are not being offered to you or the chatter in your head vibrates so loud that as a way to silence it, you eat a lot of candy, play solitaire on your phone endlessly for hours or pop an edible. And I know this because my day has finally come. And at 62 and a half, I have landed my dream job in a dream space. 
I never gave up or lost hope. I continued to power through, but my dreams were always bigger. I knew that I had the goods inside, and aside from standing on top of the Empire State Building and shouting it from the rooftop, I had to let it be known for years that I wanted to be part of a whole. So I set my intentions. I know words like manifestation can feel super like airy-fairy and woo-woo, and I spent years putting crap on my bulletin board that I wanted to see, do, and experience. I have post-it notes all over my office with quotes and dreams and desires. Not to mention, I preach this shit to my clients and friends, cheerleading to them that they can have whatever the hell they want as long as they write it down, craft the plan, and then visualize it. And while I was watching them make stuff happen, the thing that I wanted to add to my life just wasn't materializing until now. And as I took a look back at all my worksheets and planning guides and reflected on my progress, I can see now that all that work and all those lessons I've learned have led me to the very spot I'm in today. Keeping digital records of my weekly, monthly, and quarterly tasks and projects via my own program, my What's Next Roadmap digital planning program, I was able to look back at quarter one of this year. And I even looked back at Q3 of 2022 and saw how everything I was doing, everything I accomplished and didn't accomplish led me to this very opportunity. So at the beginning of the year, as I do every year, I set my intentions for the year, getting specific on what changes I wanted to see for the year, allowed me to plan in a very creative and efficient way. And to be honest, these dreams probably seem more realistic for like a 45 or 50 year old person, not a 62 year old one. But there were a few things I was very, very clear on. I wanted to continue to help people. I wanted to expand my reach with the offers and programs I already had created, and I wanted bigger opportunities. And what I mean by opportunities was to be able to take everything that I've been doing, learning, and creating up until this point and be able to utilize it inside of a bigger platform. I love what I do. I love the programs that I've created, and I'm really proud of them. Proud of them from a practical level, creative, and even an aesthetic place. I am in love with my brand identity and how that all came together by collaborating with an incredible design strategist, Catherine, who I would not have done any of this without her by my side. She gets me. And because of that, we were able to create so many beautiful things. And because I had a bigger and wider vision, giving up wasn't an option. So I just kept moving forward and trying to build that better mousetrap can wear on your psyche your soul, and your whole entire being. But I knew that there was still so much that needed to happen. So with that in mind, I started to paint the picture of what I wanted in my life and what I wanted it to look like. And not just from a financial perspective. I spent a lot of time on my pillars, which is lesson four of the What's Next Roadmap. And I made a long list of what I wanted for each of those six categories of my life. And I started breaking them down into bite-sized actions and made sure that I focused on all six small bites, small actions each day, each week, and each month. And you know what? This may sound super corny and a bit airy-fairy, but because I got super, super clear, I've attracted all of it into my life today. And now I'm going to tell you how. As I mentioned, I got very clear, but I also had some help. My friend Nicole is a healer and a guide, but more than that, she's a beautiful, incredible 
human. And she and I were blessed because this past March, we were whisked away on a week-long trip in Baja for a friend's 60th birthday celebration. I won't go into all of the amazing and extravagant details, but half the trip consisted of a spiritual journey to play with the gray whales. We were placed in a remote setting that catered to our every whim. Each day we would wake up, meditate, enjoy a delicious gourmet breakfast, and head out on small boats by this fabulous guide to play, communicate, and interact with the whales. It's a life-changing experience. Then after lunch, if we chose to, we could go out yet again and find more mammals to play with. One afternoon, Nicole and I both looked at each other and agreed that we were going to skip the afternoon trip. It was actually March 21st, which also happens to be the spring equinox. And according to Nicole, it was the second Aries new moon, which according to Nicole is very special. She said that this was the time to manifest and dream, but not just dream, dream big. So while everyone was out playing with the whales, she and I hung back, nested in our beautiful glamped out tent and wrote out a list of I choose and I am's. Using the prompts above, I took time to map out what I wanted for myself and how that could impact not only me, but my family. I wrote my list and tucked it away. And then when I returned from that incredible week filled with love, laughter, and 20 new best friends, I woke up one morning to an unexpected DM on Instagram. I didn't know this person DMing me, but I did love their account and frequently commented. And when we ultimately got on a call, her first question to me was, hey, do you know why I want to talk to you? And I responded, no, because I am not your demographic. But I love your organization and everything you're doing, and I love new conversations and new connections, so let's do this. She proceeded to tell me that her organization was spanning to the 55-plus demographic and that she really liked my messaging and asked if she could pick my brain. By the end of our conversation, she shared that they were looking to fill the lead project manager position for this new arm of their already existing and robust platform and had just posted the ad and thought, you would be perfect for this and I think you should apply. Being me and being very honest, I did say I would do that, but I know how the internet works and because I put my hat in the ring so many times for so many other opportunities, just to simply be ghosted, my expectations were low. She told me that she'd already flagged the CPO and they were waiting for my info. So at the beginning of June, I started what would be first of many rounds of interviews and conversations. And after six weeks, I was offered the job. But this is a big but. Their original intention was to hire a quote unquote project lead manager. But after meeting me and having all of these beautiful conversations as a group and as a collective, they felt strongly that I was not a manager, but instead a director and wanted to offer me the position of director for this brand new spoke in their already thriving organization. When those words came out of Amy's mouth, I had chills. And thank goodness this was over the phone and not over Zoom as our previous calls had been because I was actually crying. And I was crying because this was the square peg in a square hole that I've been trying to retrofit for years. And I no longer felt invisible. Instead, I felt seen and heard and valued and appreciated. And that feeling is a feeling I've been waiting for since I decided to pivot from my 
very, very successful global lifestyle brand. That was 2008, which was 15 years ago. 15 years of seeking, learning, and reflecting. And the best part about it is that this is giving me the opportunity to take everything I've done up until this stage in my life and apply it here. And I'm only one week in, and this is what I've learned thus far. When you build a culture that is heart-centered, focused on community and compassion, everyone involved operates from the same space. When you put people first, everyone thrives. Using the philosophy of design thinking leaves lots of room for creativity, ideation, and innovation, and even error. And anything and everything is possible when you trust and believe. This will be my focus and primary commitment, but I will continue to produce this podcast, promote my programs because they're awesome and they work, and support my people. But secretly, I've wanted this for a very long time. And when I told my eldest son what had recently transpired for me, he cried. He confessed to watching me from the sidelines do my thing day in and day out. And he was just so grateful that a group of people saw me for what he had seen for years. And when his manager asked him to write his goals and what he was grateful for, as he does every Monday, he wrote on the gratitude side, I am grateful for my mom. She's had cancer three times and she never gave up on herself. And then I cried some more. Being able to help others is part of who I am, but there was always something missing for me. I take great pleasure in getting my people to where they need to go, and then I let them fly from there, which places me right on the periphery of who they are and what they are creating, something I describe as being just right outside of the sphere. But what I really wanted was to be inside the sphere, to work collectively and communally with others towards a common goal and a purpose. And this organization, One Table, is all that and more. It has soul, heart, and at its core, it's community-driven. I'm sharing this with all of you because whether you are 42 or 52 or 62 or even 72, whatever stage or phrase you are in your life, opportunities are all around you. You just have to be open to receiving them. And as I start this new chapter, my shoulders have lowered a bit, my brow has softened, my heart has expanded, and my energy has shifted. And I do believe that arriving here was no accident. Maybe it was my dad and my grandma Rose from above tapping me on the shoulder or divine intervention. Whatever it was or whoever it was that led me here, I'm grateful and I'm humbled. So today, I don't have five tips to share with you as I always do in these mini episodes. I only have one, and that's this. Sit with yourself and take the time to be honest with what you want and what you deserve. Make it personal to you because if you can do that, then everyone around you will benefit. Start a daily, weekly, and even monthly practice of writing down what it is you desire. On that big fat wish list, unapologetically write what you want. Don't hold back. From there, reverse engineer what the rest of the year could look like and take it one step further and map out the next month, then the week, and finally the daily practices you will adopt in order to tackle each and every milestone in order for you to achieve the things you desire. I personally use my program, the What's Next Roadmap Digital Planning System, to get here. But for you, find the tool that will help you do the same. 
It could be a moleskin, a series of post-it notes, truly anything that will allow you to look at it, read it, and remind you what is possible for you. And if you need some help along the way figuring it out or what that vehicle might be for you, I'm here to support you. And I would love more than anything to hear if this message today, in any way, shape, or form, tapped into something inside of you. And if it did, I want to know about it. You can leave a comment where you're listening to this or DM me on Instagram or LinkedIn or shoot me an email because your stories deserve to be shared. And I'm confident that your story will inspire me. I believe we all learn better together. And if you walk away with some little nugget that forces you to take action, then I've done my job. And I'm here every week. And next week, my guest will be Stephanie Hunt, an interior designer and so much more. She travels the world, has impeccable taste. And although she is a relatively new friend, I feel like I've known her my whole life. So be sure to tune in. And hey, if you found value in this episode, I would love to hear from you. Please leave a review where you are listening to this and share it with your people, please. I would forever and ever and ever be so grateful. And if you don't want to miss any episode, especially the next episode, download and subscribe to this channel. And as always, remember, changing your life and building a business in your 50s does not have to suck. Have a wonderful day and see you next week. Same time, same place. I hope this episode inspired, encouraged, and challenged you to possibly take action, but also know that whatever you might be going through, you're never alone. There truly is no greater joy than connecting with others who may be dealing with some of the same challenges and obstacles as you are. And on the hills of that, what better way to celebrate some of your wins and achievements than with those who are walking right beside you? This podcast and the community that I've been building is all about that. Women supporting other women to do and be exactly who they were always meant to be. And in my opinion, there's no better experience than community. It builds connection, confidence, and most importantly, trust. If you're seeking community, connection, and rich conversations, just know that there's always an available seat for you at my table. Feel free to reach out there's lots of ways for us to hang out together. For now, remember, the goal is in the vision, the system is in the roadmap. And as always, it would be hugely appreciated if you subscribed, shared, and downloaded this episode. See you next week, same time, same place.